<clears throat> All right, and we're live. Valeria. Yes. Wife. How are you? Good. Happy Friday, everybody. Man, I'm so happy it's Friday. Please tell me that I have the right audio on. Yes, I do this time. Okay, that's good. And that went off for now. So, uh, any, any news, any personal news, anything exciting going on in the world between us? No. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we should get right into it then, I guess. We've got some fantastic news, I think, today. Oh, I was on Gorka today, which is nice. Uh, I, I think I'll probably put a link up in, on Twitter. Um, maybe I'll put it in my community notifications on my YouTube channel. But uh, yeah, I was on Gorka today. That was fantastic. Love being on his show. Uh, Valeria was sleeping whilst I was uh, presenting <laughs> my. Uh, Give me a break. I woke up five in the morning. I took my a ideas. Nap. Yeah, I mean, we talked about some cool stuff. Uh, no I got a new sound. Somebody said no sound. That cannot be true. Please, I hope it's not true. Well, the mic uh, shows that it's working, so that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Anybody, anybody else have a problem with the sound? Quana, Quana Hurt may, may just want to put your volume up. <laughs> we have sound, Yankee the Rebel says. Uh, somebody said that they love my uh, duck face in uh, image. In, <laughs> and, and I think that that's an insult. But I will say this. Uh, it's not called duck face. All right. It's called blue steel. I invented it. It's my little thing. Larry does not understand that joke. <laughs> She's never seen that movie. All right, Mark and Alberta, I have a um, I have a story just for you coming up. Uh, but yeah, lots of fun, interesting news today. Uh, I have a new episode that's going to be dropping either, uh, probably not tomorrow morning, probably the morning after. So in a couple of days, uh, I think Sunday. And it's uh, about Black Superman. They're making Superman black now in the new movie. That's going to be exciting. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Anything else exciting? Well, I heard that our governor uh, said that I guess some gyms and movie theaters. I heard open. that too in the next few days. Like, which we wow. signed up for a gym. I want to. I want to cancel my gym membership and join a different one. It's like wow. As as soon as he got two million signature for his recall. Yeah. He allows to. That's actually a really good point. I didn't think uh, about gyms that. and movie theaters to yeah. open. Okay. All right. All right. We have matching outfits, somebody said. How cute. <laughs> yeah. And so does uh, Ronald Reagan back here. Hold on. Ronald Reagan. Every time I wear one of my blue shirts, I think it's nice that me and, me and uh, President Ronald Reagan, we match. But anyway, shall we get to the first story, darling? Of course. Let's do it. Amazon censors boobs. Okay. That's a rewind. That's rewinding. Amazon censors book for framing the LGBTQ identity as a mental illness. Right. So uh, Amazon has banned this oh, book. Oh, sorry. Not LGBT. LGBTQA plus WXYZ. I forgot to say plus. <laughs> Hold on, I thought I switched your. Um, what's going on here? I want to. I want to uh, do a little trick, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to uh, switch her. Uh... Okay, so now it looks like she's looking at me, right? 
<laughs> she is actually looking at me. So the the way I have the camera placed, I'm 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 doing something. I'm, I'm breaking the 180 degree rule, and so I had to flip the image for it to look like she's looking at me. And I thought I did that ahead of time, but oh yeah, there we go. And that one she is. But uh, let's see. I should probably flip it on all these. But anyway, doesn't really matter. We'll get it worked out. So. All right, let's have a look here. So um, there's this book that they're banning. And the reason they're banning it is because they're saying that this book frames the uh, LGBTQ, XYZ, LMNOP, uh, 1, 2, 3 community as, as a mental illness, like as having mental illnesses. Or, maybe in 19, or ill nigh, if you want to... Maybe ninety nine percent. You want to say the plural Latin? Ah, uh, that was a joke. It's not. Uh, uh, yeah. I well, the thing is, look. I actually do think a lot of people with um, LGBTQXYZ labels, you know, who who indulge in this kind of activity, who are part of the community, who label themselves in this way, I think a lot of these people are crazy. I think a lot of them do have mental illnesses. I'm saying that they're crazy is probably insensitive, but I mean, my gosh, it's like, okay, look, normal behavior, procreation, makes sense, natural, homosexuality, aberrant sexual behavior, right? You know, you can say that it's, you know, some people are born that way or, you know, it's perfectly fine. It's not unethical, whatever. I mean, whatever argument you want to make, the reality is if you have this sort of subculture this alternative lifestyle this you know other kind of sexual compulsion it is possible it's not without it's not outside the realm of possibilities that somebody could become involved in something like that because of a mental illness but it, we are restricted we are not allowed to research this we're not allowed to talk about it we're not about, we're not even allowed to think that in our society it's weird it's really weird I think I mentioned before I'm writing a book called uh, All the Things We're Not Allowed to Say. It's actually called the the title I, I've changed the title to White People Are Awesome because I wanted to pick uh something we're not allowed to say as the title and that's one of the few positive things that we're not allowed to say. So I just I just decided I didn't tell you that I was naming the book White People Are Awesome. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> cuz the la- the last chapter of the book is titled Jews Are Smart. No, that's the first title of the book. That's the first, ti- that's the first chapter. First chapter is Jews are smart. The last chapter is called White People Invented Everything. That's the last chapter. And so I just thought, well, let's just call it White Not People Are Awesome. Because, because you, you, know, you can say black people are awesome. You can say Jews are awesome. You can say Chinese people are awesome. Nobody cares. But if you, if you say white people are awesome, oh, my gosh. You're, a, you're the devil. <laughs> you know, you're looking at me like I'm a crazy person. <laughs> but anyway, so I have I've titled this this book with all these kind of like um provocative things and uh and one of the things is, you know that I talk about in the book uh is is this idea that you know homosexuals aren't necessarily sane. Uh uh you know, I I have good friends that are gay. I don't I'm, think I'm they're the crazy. Same. Yeah. That, that's Actually, the only people you uh allow me to hang out with. Very funny. <laughs> Yes, I occasionally, I occasionally like unlock the uh, ankle bracelet, and I and I let her, 
escape into the wild with her gay friends. <laughs> but anyway, okay, well, let's read some of this. Okay, so it says, author says Amazon used to used uh, used a lie to justify censoring his book. Yeah, this is really weird because apparently he doesn't even he doesn't even frame it in the way that they're saying that he does. But we'll get into that. Okay, so it says the author of, of a book that criticizes the transgender ideology has said Amazon banned the book from its inventory based on a false argument. Amazon quietly removed the book titled When Harry Became Sally uh, last month without explanation. When probed for the reason by several Republican senators, it's interesting that Republican senators are getting involved. I wish they would get involved in the censorship of my YouTube channel. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, the online retail giant said it had chosen not to sell Books, uh, books that frame LGBTQ plus identity as a mental illness uh, in a March 11th letter that the lawmakers ob obtained. But the thing is, like, right, so the book says, does no such thing, author Ryan Anderson told the Epoch Times. Nowhere have I ever said, said or framed the LGBTQ plus identity as a mental illness. Um, let's see here. Let's move down a little bit. Uh, because I wanted to read something a little bit more um, important about this. Uh, right, he right here, I think. The book also discusses the American Psychi Psychiatric Association's classification of gender dysphoria in the most recent edition of its Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Amazon, curiously, still sells that. Gender dysphoria is listed on the most widely respected and consulted book on psychiatric disorders because it is a serious condition that causes great suffering. Let's see here. There is a debate, however, which Amazon is seeking to shut down about how to best help patients who experience gender dysphoria. See, this is why I think this is so weird. And this is why it's so frustrating to me that we're not allowed to talk about LGBT folks um, as, you know, as people whose LGBTQRS um, activities and, you know, that, that this could possibly, that these things could possibly be... Um, you know, symptoms that are exhibited by a mental illness, right? Because that's obviously true. It's obviously true. If you have a mental illness, you act out in ways that are, you know, unnatural or maybe uh, harmful, ways that are uh, self-destructive. And if, and if you don't like dudes, for instance, and you're a dude, you don't find them attractive, but you go seek out, you know, this kind of behavior because you hate yourself, well, that's something that could probably be dealt with on some level, either with drugs or with therapy or something like that. But we're not allowed even to talk about this as a possibility. It's so freaking messed up. You could help people. You could help people psychologically, but they don't, they refuse to do so because you know everybody's just born that being, way. Being not normal is normal. Like being yeah, not, being not okay normal is actually is preferred. okay. That's what I, they're trying to being do. Gay is they're okay. like trying yeah. to ref, um, yeah. reverse everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, normal, normal is, is be, bad and being, and being, being norm, weird is good. Being yeah. normal is like racist or something like this. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know what's 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 coming next. I'm kind of, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just kind of afraid that, oh, she's 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 white, she's beautiful, just kill her. <laughs> you know. Hold on, I'm gonna switch you, uh, horizontally. Boom. All right, so now you're kind of looking at me. See me looking at Valeria. Valeria looking at me. Does that actually work? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I think so. All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I, I... People with a foot fetish have a mental disorder. Feet are gross. It depends on what kind of feet. Mines are perfect. <laughs> Mine are perfect. You know, it's... Uh, uh, she's... Well, should we talk about that? No. No? No. Oh, come on. No. Come on. No, please don't talk. No. All right. Look up famous director foot fetish. That's basically the whole story. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got job in Hollywood. Yeah, it's not it's not as creepy as you might think, but definitely we we have encountered people in Hollywood with this issue. People who I don't necessarily dislike, actually, I don't dislike him as much. I as I think you do. foot fetish in um, being like your preference, it's not the worst possible. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it's the... like okay, you just yeah. look, you like feet, whatever. You don't touch me, don't. Talk. I do think it's weird though. I do think it's weird. If I, it's my feet, I understand. Because I again, I think it's, it's I I swear my friend, uh, she worked in um in a luxury foot uh, <laughs> shoe, shoe store. store. Yeah. yeah, in Moscow. And when she like I I showed my like new shoe that she was like, "Valeria, you have beautiful feet." She's a girl. And Actually, she... you've been told that about another part of your anatomy once when you were having laser uh uh. <laughs> okay moving on come on chris moving on moving on moving on all right so let's get back to this story um yeah so this guy okay so they okay let me keep reading this so it says when harry became sally is an important contribution praised by medical experts uh uh to that conversation right uh, an important contribution to that conversation amazon delisting it cuts off a vital political and cultural discussion about important matters that uh, when we need it most now this is something that this is that's basically what i wanted to read about that now, this is something that um affects all of us you know um everybody who's on youtube everybody who's writing books everybody who is a journalist who is um, you know, not allowed to work at you know, leftist newspapers and media organizations. We all have a perspective that is valid, a valid perspective, and we're being cut off. Researchers who want to study this stuff aren't allowed to. They'll lose their job if they even talk about it. I mean, th this is this is. We live in a very disturbing, dystopian world right now, where information is incredibly limited. We are only allowed to say certain things to. To think certain things, and if we think outside of those things or talk about things outside of those things, then we there's massive consequences. Like ridiculous. If you say you think gay people are are you know might be crazy, I mean just about in any job, you, you're probably going to get fired. Somebody's going to complain. You're probably going to get fired. I mean that's that is a, a, a completely disproportionate um, penalty. For saying something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're blowing this crap way out of proportion. You're not allowed to say things that are true because, oh, people might not feel good if you say that. Well, I don't feel good if you tell me I'm fat, but it's true. You're not. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, you're not. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm fatter than I used to be. I'm, I'm not, I'm not great. Still good. Oh, hold on. Gorka wrote me. The Rogan That's... analysis is excellent. You hear that? From Sebastian Gorka, the Rogan analysis... Oh, you can't see it. The Rogan analysis is excellent. That's awesome. Thank you, Sebastian Gorka. That's awesome. Thanks. I'll write him. Thanks, That's man. That's the only person Chris will <laughs> respond while he's live streaming. 
Yeah, probably. Maybe my brother. Not me. I'll I'll respond to you if you want to text me qu- something quiet about the people watching. <laughs> this guy's creeping me out. I'll kick him off. No. Uh, I totally... uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this guy keeps talking about my feet. I don't understand. I'm trying to call back to the earlier conversation. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we move on to the next uh, story? I, I basically just want to say that I don't think we should be restricted from what we think. Look, I, I could be wrong about gay people being some of them being crazy. Maybe every single gay person in the whole world is totally born that way and they're totally sane and every trans person it, it does indeed feel that they're in the wrong gender and it's perfectly fine and, and everything's perfectly normal. Maybe I'm totally wrong about all that. Maybe. I'm willing to accept that. But let me say what I think because I don't believe it. Until I've, I figure out the truth, I'm, prob- I'm just I'm going to believe that that. A lot of these gay people are crazy. A lot of trans people are crazy. That's what I'm going to think. Well, uh, my my friend, he my closest friend, he's gay. And he constantly complaining about how other gay people are crazy. I know. I've talked to a lot of gay people who think gay people are because crazy. Because he, he's sane. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's okay. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a pretty cool guy, actually. I like him a lot. Yeah. And just today, he he was like, oh, my gosh. This, this guy is acting like girls. Do you have testicles or what? He's a <laughs> gay guy. Uh, shout out to Alex, if you're watching. He's not, but... No, he's not. Sad. He doesn't watch my show. He barely speaks English. I mean, he speaks English no, well, he speaks English. but he doesn't speak English often. I mean, I didn't mean barely. Like, can barely speak English. I meant no, he, he, no. He oh, does he speak English good. often? Yeah. yeah, but not when when no one were around. <laughs> not when I'm around. He very he very rarely speaks English when we're because you know she speaks Russian. But anyway, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, so uh, what do we got here? What do we got next, baby? D- what? Don't call me baby on camera. Okay. (laughs) Sweetheart. She hates it when I call her sweetie. Hey, sweetie. I hate it. I don't know why. It's weird, right? It's a weird thing. I don't like it. Unbelievable. (laughs) Gotta get a new one. Just kidding. Come on. I'm really gonna get into it. Every guy out there is like, I'll take her. (laughs) What? (laughs) All right, all right. Just read the thing. GOP House leader attempting to remove Swalwell from intelligence intelligence committee. Committee. Yeah. committee. yeah. Let's see here. So this is quite fun. Um, because this guy, bang bang the fang fang, uh, he he may well be compromised. So uh, Kevin McCarthy, very, you know, rationally, doesn't want him on the intelligence committee. Uh, but uh, weirdly, Pelosi just reappointed him because, you know, she's Pelosi. So House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy uh, plans, to re- uh, plans to introduce a resolution next week to remove Eric Swalwell from the House Intelligence Committee. Pelosi just reappointed Eric Swalwell to the Intelligence Committee. Based on the briefing that she and I received together, Swalwell should not be on the panel in charge of guarding our nation's secrets, McCarthy wrote uh, on Twitter. So he got some kind of a briefing that indicated that Swalwell definitely should not be on this committee. Um, and what is funny? Why are you laughing? Is Valeria 18 yet? <laughs> That's what I said when I met her. <laughs> she was, but barely. Um, yeah, like seven years older than that. Huh? I'm what seven is- years older than... You're seven years older than 18. Okay, that's what you meant. 
Okay, so okay, so here we go. So um okay, yeah. Let's see here. Late last month, more than a dozen Republicans sent a letter to FBI Director Christopher Wray asking to be briefed on Swalwell's past ties to an alleged spy for the Chinese Communist Party. Bang bang. No, no, sorry. <laughs> I messed it up. Oh, I messed it up. Fang Fang. I, I love saying her name. Fang Fang. Bang Fang. I just like saying Fang Fang go bang bang. I just love saying that. Or 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 different variations on that. Fang Fang at one time asked Eric Swalwell, do you want to bang bang? <laughs> uh, sorry. I make myself laugh in the stupidest things. But anyway, come on. All right. Look, we've gone through this for a while now, talking about Eric Swalwell. And uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she got stripped of all her committees. She was taken off every single committee. Why? Because she reiterated some some Q stuff that she thought was true. And they were like, oh, you believe Q stuff? You can't be on a committee. You can't be trusted. But this guy go ahead, goes ahead and bang, bangs, fang, fang, and he's fine. This is bullcrap. I mean, I mean, look, okay, first of all, Swalwell shouldn't be on any kind of a committee just because he's a moron. I mean, he is. He's just such a partisan hack. I mean, the kind of garbage that he... He kept pushing that Russian collusion crap. He kept pushing the Ukraine stuff. I mean, against, the, the Ukraine stuff against Trump. Not the not the real, legit Ukraine stuff against Biden. The, the oh, Trump made the worst phone call ever and said, can you, can you look into this Biden situation? Which, Biden is actually guilty of corruption related to Ukraine. So Trump asks the president, hey, can you look into this? And they go... Trump is trying to manipulate the elect. Come on, guys. I mean, Eric Swalwell should just be. I mean, he got he's got to get voted out. I don't know. I don't. He's from California, right? I think he's from California. I don't know how we're gonna get him out. Freaking Democrats, so stupid. All right, moving on. I've had enough of this story. I, this story. Well, me Daniel off. is giving us money again. Oh, shall we, Daniel? You gotta stop giving us money. We yeah. love you, though. We do love you. All right, you want to read it? Yeah. Here's more money you guys deserve. <laughs> yeah, you're it's like you need it to save your marriage. <laughs> your analysis on Tim Pool Jack Dorsey interview was excellent. Oh, thanks, man. If you need raw footage from the January 6, 21 incident, it's on my YouTube channel. Have at have at it. Have at it. Well, thank you, man. I, I I may have a look at that. I um I have I have done some videos about uh, about the uh, the incident. The uh, the protest, as I call it, um, and uh, insurrection. Yeah, we have we have sort of different takes on it. I think there was a lot of genuine conservatives there that were very frustrated. Um, I do think there were probably some um, some leftists there trying to trying to uh, make the situation worse. Let's say uh, we've definitely seen video footage of some of them, and uh, but Valeria Valeria's of the mind that it was. Utterly and completely like a leftist operation. Or, or, are you paying attention, darling? I'm paying attention. Because I'm saying things that you think. I know. So if I'm wrong, you should say I'm wrong. No, you're right. Okay. You're always <laughs> right, darling. Good wife, isn't she? <laughs> I have her trained well. <laughs> anyway, all right. So let's, let's move on. Let's move on to that next story. Thanks again, Daniel. Good man. Do we know what the story is? Yeah. Okay. Fat 
sex therapist say says putting your kid on a diet is like sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. This is the weirdest story Fat I've sex... seen all day. Can I read it? Can I read it again? Fat yeah. sex therapist says putting your kid on a diet is like sexual assault. Well, first of all, how can you be fat at the same time? Can you be sex therapist? First of all, <laughs> secondly, if you have a fat kid, that's very unhealthy. Yeah, no, it's unhealthy. Well, I'll tell you what. Like to me, a diet. Okay, because I've I've been on diets before. Because again, I'm quite fat. Um, no, you're but, perfect. <laughs> thank you, Danny. But uh, you know, I get I go on diets occasionally, and I I ride on my Peloton, and I you know I lift weights and all that kind of good stuff. All right, I have in the past. I haven't in a while, but um, diets. If you're on a good, healthy diet, it's not like um, you don't. You're, it's not like a torture necessarily, right? It's 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 more just you're just eating healthier food than you would. Don't talk to me about diet and if it's torture or not, because I will not understand. <laughs> well, I just mean like, how do you get fat as, as a child, right? You you eat too much candy. You eat too much junk food, you eat maybe too many carbs or something like that, and you're eating just too many calories in total, and you're maybe not getting enough exercise. So so, so getting kids to like play outside, which is, you know, a natural condition of kids to play outside, and getting them to, you know, eat proper food, um, I, I just I just don't see it as any kind of like a terrible thing necessarily. I think there, she, this woman's kind of equating it as some kind of like torture. Right, because you're you're obviously she thinks you're forcing kids to do something against their will, and therefore it's like rape. <laughs> That's her thinking. That's her thinking. It's 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 completely insane. All right, L let me just read some of this. Fat sex therapist compares fitness trainers to Nazis and and uh, children's diet children's dieting to sexual assault. This is crazy. All right, let's see here. God, look at this woman. Oof. That is some makeup she's got there. Right, let's see here. I truly believe that a child cannot consent to being on a diet in the same way a child cannot consent to having sex. Uh, Sonali Rashatwar, whose Instagram username is the Fat Sex Therapist, proclaimed Thursday from the main stage of St. Olaf College. She continued, I experienced diet culture as a form of salt. <laughs> a form of assault. A form of assault. <laughs> Because it impacts the way that I experience my body. <laughs> Why do leftists always talk in these weird ways? Why do they have this bizarre vocabulary? Oh, God, it's so weird. All right. These comments and more were made in the context of her two-hour speech sponsored by St. Olaf College's Wellness Center, Women, Women's and Gender Studies Department. Shocker. Uh, and Center for Equity and Inclusion. Even more shocking. Uh, on the topic of radical fat liberation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the world's getting crazy, guys. Okay, let's see here. The talk included assertions that fitness contributed to the recent Christchurch shooting. What? That people should challenge the rule of law as well as the authority of uh, of the police. I think they messed up there in their writing. Uh, tonight, we're going to start by talking about how to politicize our definition of body image. Rashatwar Rosh began. Rashatwar actually sounds like something from Lord of the Rings. I am Rashatwar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, be, uh, 
let's see here, Russia at war began, because oftentimes we actually get stuck in a thinking of it from a white supremacist lens. What? what the hell is she talking about? This is the most bizarre thing I've ever read. Okay, because often, okay. Okay, so what happened was I had a different story that I was supposed to read, and then I saw this one on the side panel, and I was like, oh, I got to report that. <laughs> so I, I switched it out for this one, uh, and I, hadn't, I haven't read this yet. This is this is insane. Okay, she explained how white supremacy happens every day in all these little, little things. During the course of her talk, Rasha Twar, Rasha Twar, uh, listed science as one of the, the supposedly white supremacist everyday things. Oh my gosh. We should be critical of the use of science and the production of knowledge to continue promoting this idea that certain bodies are fit, able, and desirable. It is my fatness that causes my high blood pressure. Oh, sorry. Is it my fatness that causes my high blood pressure? Or is it my experience of weight stigma? What the hell is she talking about? It's your fatness. That's what's causing your high blood pressure. Eat some carrots. Okay. Rashatwar asked. Okay. She then connected the science suggesting that obesity is unhealthy to Nazism, saying that fat phobic science is often actually eugenic science. Eugenic science is Nazi science. This woman is insane. Okay. Let me just say this. One of my grandmothers was very fat. She was very fat. My grandma. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And she was she was one of the people that I have loved the most in my life. Okay. Uh, actually, one of my favorite ever teachers. I had two favorite teachers in my life growing up. And one of them, very, very fat woman. Very fat woman. Okay. Um, I have some very good friends. You've, you've met them in LA. Hugely fat. Unbelievably fat. <laughs> like, like weird almost when you see them. Like, holy crap, you're huge. I, I love these people, okay? I, I don't think less of them. You know, some, some people are fat, okay? You know, some people, it's tough for them to lose weight. Some people, they don't mind being fat. I mean, whatever. But it isn't healthy. There's like zero people in the... I mean, okay. You occasionally get these people like this woman who's completely insane, obviously insane, where she's like, oh, being fat's good for you. Being fat shouldn't... There should be no stigma against it. It's perfect. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Look... This is look. It's 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 an unpleasant reality that that some people are ugly. It's an unpleasant reality that some people are fat. It's an unpleasant reality that some people are born poor. All right. When I, when I was born, my family very poor, very very poor. We had nothing, nothing. You grew up in a tiny village in in Russia. All right. Some people are born in like the slums of India. I mean, people have issues. People have problems. Very few people grow up in like the lap of luxury. You know, and uh, and perfectly happy, and you know, everything's great. I mean, some people like so, some people who do are are born like that lose their minds because like it's it's like a very unnatural way to be. You know, you have to have some kind of struggle. But like, let's not pretend that the general public that most men are like, ooh, fat girls. That's what I want. Well, some people. Like- yes. See, well, that's the thing. Some people do. Some people do. And actually, my little brother, Nick. Actually, John too, but but Nick 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 and I had this conversation once. He was like, because I I would always date girls that were very very fit, very very fit, and quite quite slim. And my brother Nick would always <laughs> would always be like, be like, nah, I wouldn't date her. <laughs> and these girls were always, you know, when I was younger, I mean, they were always like very very beautiful, not nothing like Valeria, obviously, but but uh, very beautiful girls. And my brother would be like, nah, she's like a stick. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd be like, what the, what are you talking about? She's perfect. She's like a Victoria's Secret model. He's like, exactly. And, uh, and so then he ended up marrying actually a very skinny girl, which is really funny. Um, uh, but beautiful girl, awesome girl. And, uh, and uh, you know, but he had always said to me, I don't, I don't like girls that are that skinny. I want a girl that's like more, uh, like a, uh, what would you say, average woman? Yeah, more of like an average woman. Got a bit more muscle mass. Looks like she's you know, heartier. You might say you know, heartier stock. Like she could work on a farm or something like that. My brother always liked that. He always thought that was more attractive. And like, just different guys have just different tastes. You know, of what they like. There's guys who like fat chicks. Okay. There's guys who like those like super super skinny girls that are like runway models. I was never into the su- like super skinny runway model type. I I always more like the um like the Victoria's Secret model type. I always liked, you know. To me, that's more like like fit and healthy, as opposed to like super super skinny. You know what I mean? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> because I'm not a a height or Victoria's Secret model. I'm like five. Two. Yeah, she is five two, ladies and gentlemen. So she is imperfect. My my, my weight is perfectly normal for my height. That's true. I mean, yeah. some people think, "Are you vegetarian?" Oh yeah, yeah. People do think I you're too like, too thin. Some I was people, like, yeah. "If I will stop eating meat, guys, I'm gonna be in trouble." <laughs> yeah, true, true. But but uh, but yeah, there's it's one thing to say that. You know, people look. I don't think that that fat people or people who are too skinny or people who are too ugly or people who are too poor or any of this kind of stuff. I don't think any of these people should be ridiculed for what they, you know, for the, what they're enduring or what they have to deal with. Um, but I also don't like this idea that like we have to pretend that that guys are conditioned to think fat women are less attractive than than thin women. That's just the average taste of most men like women who are more fit. Now, some guys. You know, there are a lot of guys who kind of like, it runs the gamut, right? Everybody's got their different tastes. But I, I hate this like body positive thing. Like we got to pretend, we all got to pretend. Uh, I think body positivity and being fat, it's two different things. For me, body positivity, if you have some kind of like, if you don't have like a leg or some kind of weird body oh, sure. mutations yeah, yeah. Burnt, burnt that you like were that. Yeah, born yeah. this way. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, okay with this, you're fine, that this what it is, this is body positivity. If you are fat, unhealthy, yeah. and you think, oh, I'm good with it, yeah. and I have like a hair everywhere, I don't... Yeah, it, it's, it's tough, just you know, all messed up. I, I like people who deal with this stuff with humor, right? Like, like, uh, like I, I can't, I'm not particularly good at sports. I used to love playing sports when I was young, but I was crap, right? I so, liked soccer. You liked soccer? Yeah. I mean, I, I was better than I a lot of kids. I broke a window but... at school playing soccer. Huh? I broke a window at uh, oh, that's elementary <laughs> school playing soccer. I could see you doing that. Yeah. I did, actually. My father was like, yeah, fine, whatever. He oh, that's the nice. window like that's the nice. same, same day. Yeah, I thought they would kill me, but no. Yeah, if you have a deficiency, if you have a deficiency or something that the society views as a deficiency even, um, but you maybe you maybe you don't view it as a deficiency. Um, I, I think you should still just acknowledge that it's you know it's a disadvantage or it's something that's kind of negative or something like that, and just uh, treat it as it is. Right? If you're not particularly good at math, say eh, I'm kind of crap at math. You know, I'm not particularly good at. I can't shoot a freaking basket. I don't know why. I'm pretty good at other things. Like I'm pretty good at some sports, but I can't shoot a basket. I don't know. I've never been able to do it. 
Even when I was a little kid, I used to I used to throw the freaking thing up like a thousand times. I never freaking made a basket. It's terrible. But that's okay, because I'm good at some other stuff, right? I got some stuff I'm good at, and I got some stuff I'm crap at. And that balance, that recognition of things you're good at and things you're bad at, that's what gives you confidence in life. You can say, yeah, I'm, I'm a few pounds overweight. You can say, yeah, 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 I'm hugely fat. <laughs> that's okay. Just, be, just own it. Just own it. Whatever you are, just own it. Own your deficiencies. Own your advantages. Even if they're not deficiencies in your mind, if they're deficiencies in society's mind, just own it as what people think of it. Just recognize the reality of the world. If you recognize the reality of the world, you can progress in a positive direction. If you don't, it's life's going to be tough, man. And, and this woman, I, I don't like to laugh at people, but this is ridiculous. This is crazy. All right, let, let, me, let me read a little bit more of this. I know you guys are probably wanting to move on to the next thing, but I just think this is hilarious. Um, let's see here. Um. She then pivoted to support scientific findings as she pondered, quote, intentional pursuing weight loss, end quote, claiming that we're all discovering scientifically that that's not possible. You can't, you can't intentionally lose weight. It's not possible to intentionally lose weight, she says. This woman is living in a freaking fantasy world. This is the most bizarre thing I've ever read. Uh, after addressing the topic of science and making her claim that there's no connection between high blood pressure and obesity, Russia Twar turned to dis <laughs> turned to discuss political philosophy and po uh, policy. This conversation about pushing off our own well-being onto onto the individual is part of these 1980s Reagan era policies. That's right, lady. Uh, <clears throat> that again try to move that structural obligation of a system and the social safety net onto the individual. <laughs> this is like, this is perfect. This is exactly the difference between a conservative and a leftist, right? The conservative says have individual responsibility, right? I mean, this is basically Jordan Peterson's whole thing. And the leftist says, I, I can't take responsibility. The, the, the system's supposed to support me. The government's supposed to take care of me. I'm not supposed to take care. You want me to take care of myself? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you're a grown woman yeah you need to take care of yourself lady um right uh russia okay <laughs> she says that she there should be social supports that help her to subsidize her food costs no there shouldn't go get a freaking job lady oh my gosh this woman's i mean she's got a hell of an imagination maybe she should write stories maybe that's what she would do if she could write <laughs> she should be a fiction writer Writing, like, stories about crazy people. All right, let's see. Chris. What? Attack a magnet. Tell that to Oprah. <laughs> I don't want to make fun of Oprah just because she's a billionaire pretending that she's not. Okay, let's see here. Her solution to these problems of society requiring individual responsibility was calling students, quote, to challenge all authorities, not just the authority that science has given, but also legal authority. The same way I want us to challenge laws, I want us to challenge prisons and policying. End quote. Policying. Is that a word? <laughs> Maybe. Let's see here. Uh, Russia Toir specified how she personally uh, enacts these ideas in her life as a sexual trauma therapist. Oh, my God. I, okay, you know what's really sad, actually? I shouldn't be laughing at this woman because she probably endured some kind of sexual assault, you know, and that's probably why she's fat. Maybe. Well, Oprah was raped at age 14. 
teens, is that something right? like this. She, uh, yeah, I remember she had like a hard childhood. I don't like to I don't like to laugh at anyone to be perfectly honest, but this this is this is this is really crazy. This is the, about the craziest stuff I've ever read. Um, she said that in her professional role, her code of ethics dictates an absolute prohibition on physical contact with clients. Yeah, I th- think maybe it's probably a good idea not to touch your clients if you're a sexual trauma therapist. <laughs> that. I mean, I'm not sure why you would want to touch your clients, but I'm glad she has an absolute prohibition on it. Good Lord. However, Rasha Twar claimed that, quote, I will never live by any by a professional code of ethics that tells me what I'm allowed and not allowed to do with my body. That's what? Okay. All right. Anyway, finally, Rasha Twar took a crack at recent events, particularly the Christchurch massacre in New Zealand. What? I don't think this is I don't think it's surprising that the man who shot up Christchurch, New Zealand, was also a fitness instructor. <laughs> this is getting weirder and weirder. Rajatwar said after making the claim, she added that the shooting is a clear communication that there still is an idealized body. <laughs> Nazis really love the idea of an idealized body, and so it makes a lot of sense to me that this fitness instructor might also think about an idealized body in in this thin white supremacist way. Thin white supremacist. Okay. After the lecture, campus reform spoke with Will Doughty, a freshman at St. Olaf, uh, sorry, a freshman St. Olaf student in attendance who has lost over 100 pounds during his own personal health journey. The entire speech was very troubling to me, Doughty said, you think? Uh, I know from personal experience that health is absolutely connected to weight. When you decide to give up, the, give up and claim that doctors are lying to you, and you're perfect the way you are, you truly end up, um, all you truly end up with is repressed emotions and an early funeral. I can guarantee that maintaining healthy eating habits will help me live a much longer and healthier life than I was originally on track to have. I mean, good for this guy. Good for this doughty guy. That's great, man. Uh, <clears throat> than I was originally on track to have. Your life can only improve if you take responsibility for yourself. Oh, man, this guy is a, that is a wise freshman. Goodness sakes. Uh, Campus Reform also reached out to the St. Olaf Media Department about Rasha Twar's claims. The values of a fitness instructor parallel to those of the Third Reich. <laughs> it's just so funny. No response was received in time for publication. Oh, man. This is from this is written by a guy named Kyle Hooten. Good job, Kyle Hooten. This is a great, great report, man. Uh, wow. Wow. I'm sorry I read that whole article, but that was amazing. That was amazing. No comment? No comment. No comment. Okay, no you just comment. want to move on to the next thing? I want to read a couple super chats. Well, All right, mm, let's do it. Well, first, it's not super chat, but it's a comment in Russian. Uh-huh. So I can translate this from L492 Ross. Hi, Valeria. I am watching you already a year. I love you. I love to listen to you very much. Well, I don't think I'm here being here <laughs> a year. <laughs> am I on your show a year? I mean, I appeared on your Mr. Reagan show. Yeah. Yeah, you've been, you've times. appeared. Oh, that's nice. You're topless in one episode. Early on. You know, remember? It was an accident. <laughs> it was an accident. I covered up. It was my fault, actually. Anyway, go on. Okay. Uh, super chat from Frank James. Sent us emoji. Black cat emoji. Oh, thank you. Oh, is he looking for the cat? Did we put the cat in the? Uh... He's sleeping. Oh, he's sleeping. Don't we don't. Even we didn't even call have to his put him... name. Don't mention him. He's sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Shh. Okay. 
another super chat from ghel5150 thank you for the comedy routine tonight chris you're on fire that's for me <laughs> Personal. Oh, thanks man that's great that's great i love it is that everything um uh, yep all right well thank you very much uh for the for the kind words uh let us move on to the next story okay Next story. Pastor forced to sit in jail for the crime of preaching. Yeah, yeah, this is pretty messed up. Actually, this one is for Mark in Alberta. So this is happening in your home uh, province, province, Alberta, Canada. Um, <clears throat> My what? Hmm? My home what? Not yours. I'm talking to Mark in Alberta. Ah. Uh, yeah, okay. I was like, what? Hello, hello. Earth to Valeria. <laughs> All right, Pastor Coates has spent weeks in prison for crime that is not punishable with jail time. I wasn't going to cover this except for it is the Alberta guy, but this is a weird thing because it's Canadian news. This is from Canada. But like the Canadians are like crazier than we are. So this guy, I guess, like somehow broke like the quarantine or something like yeah, that by, Canada, by being a Canada preacher. Is crazy about COVID and, and they put this guy stuff. in jail? I mean, this is mental. Yeah, I remember some guy mentioned. Um, now people asking what video I was topless. First, I'm going like, to kill you. You're going to have to search through them all, guys. Okay, right, let's see here. Uh, as I wrote this column, you're going to be disappointed when you see it. It's not that exciting. But it is true. All right. As I write this column, Pastor James Coates is still in the Edmonton Remand Center uh, awaiting his trial on May 3rd through the 5th, eh? He was arrested in mid-February for failing to comply with Jason Kenney's unscientific and unconstitutional health orders that restrict the freedom of Pastor Coates and his Grace Life Church to worship God as God calls them to worship A. That's fantastic. That's, that's like completely crazy, but I love that he did it. I love that he sort of like, uh, I think it's fantastic that he went ahead and he was just like, forget the government, I'm going to preach. I love this pastor. I love this guy. I'm going to go to Alberta and just go to his church just to... Okay, let's see here. Just to support this awesome guy, A. Uh, unless the Justice Center secures his release from prison prior to trial, A, Pastor Coates will spend a total of 11 weeks in jail for provincial infraction that is not punishable by jail time, A. I know I'm not using the A right, but she doesn't know what I'm doing. You don't know why I'm saying A. <laughs> so Canadians say A a lot. Okay. But it's usually after, like, a suggestion, like... Uh, like, uh, I don't know. Or, or not a suggestion, but maybe an observation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, what, how, how, do you, how do Canadians use it? Like, maybe like, um, oh, you've got a new, new shirt, eh? <laughs> ah, okay. You understand? Uh, we, we actually use it sometimes in America, too, but, but uh, Canadians use it like a weird lot, like a weirdly a lot. I don't know how to say that, but you, you get the idea. All right, let's see here. <clears throat> Unless the Justice Center secures his release from prison, Prior to trial, Pastor Coates will spend a total of 11 weeks in jail for a provincial infraction that is not punishable by jail time. So apparently, you shouldn't actually be going to prison or to jail for this particular uh, issue. And then he talks about how ridiculous the COVID orders are anyway. Uh, let's go down to the very bottom. Uh, let's see here. He said, I'll just read the last two paragraphs. He says, the government will, will have to respond to data showing that hospitals have already been overcrowded for... Um, for many years, long before COVID arrived. And the data showing that ICU admissions in Alberta were actually down in 2020, not up. 
Last but not least, the government will have to answer for all the massive harms that lockdowns have caused and are still causing and prove that lockdowns do more good than harm. Well, that's not possible because they don't. I've discussed that, actually. In, in, I don't know if I actually produced that video. I may have, I may not have. I may have just have written it. <laughs> if not, it's coming out. All right. Currently, there is no justice for Pastor Coates in jail, but his trial in May will provide an opportunity for justice for millions of Albertans and millions of Canadians. That's a great story. That That is, that is a, I mean, it's really disturbing. Um... I feel for that guy. What a what a great guy to just defy the orders and go ahead and preach anyway. What an awesome guy, eh? Anyway, um, yeah, just shout out to Mark in Alberta, and I and I ha- actually have friends out there in Alberta, Calgary, Calgary. All right, so let's move on to the next story, shall we? Okay. Oh, that's horrible. City of Min- Minneapolis pays George Floyd's yeah. family twenty-seven million settlement. It yeah, is and they uh, decided to give five hundred thousand dollars for city needs. Did you hear that? They to- got twenty-seven uh, million, and they decided to give a city five hundred thousand dollars. What do you mean, give the city? Yeah, like a like a donation. The the George Floyd family did. Yeah, because they got twenty-seven million, and they decided to give five hundred to donate five hundred thousand. Yeah. Well, I guess it's better than nothing, but I, I don't blame the George Floyd family for taking that money. Of course they're going to. I blame the moronic city for giving them the money. All right, let's have a look at some of the... I mean, you guys all know, you've all heard this story, but this is ridiculous. This is completely insane. All right, on Friday, the city of Minneapolis settled a civil lawsuit by paying $27 million to the estate of George Floyd, who famously died in police custody on May 25th, 2020. The settlement will mean that the civil case will not have to see a courtroom. Okay, so... Okay, the thing that drives me crazy about this, I mean, it really drives me crazy, is that they didn't wait for the criminal trial to end. Wait for the criminal trial to end, you morons! Just, just say, okay, we can't, we can't reach a verdict here. We can't reach a settlement until we find out if Chauvin is actually guilty of murder. If the court finds that Chauvin isn't guilty of murder, and in fact... I don't, I don't know, maybe George Floyd, let me think, perhaps maybe he could have died of a fentanyl overdose, maybe? <laughs> maybe I, just a wild guess. But but if that's what they found, like if that's what they find, that that's what the court finds, that he died of a fentanyl overdose, then the city of Minneapolis would owe the George Floyd family, how much do you think they would owe them in that case, Valeria? I don't know, I'm think, I'm kind of guessing some a, kind of a round number, like maybe like, uh, I don't know, what, what's your thought? Zero is the answer that you're supposed to say. Zero. Zero. They would owe the family nothing. That family is owed nothing. I mean, these people have won the jackpot because one of their relatives overdosed on fentanyl. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, the people of, of Minneapolis should be flipping outraged. Um. Deep Center Field Press. Floyd is the most expensive single death in U.S. history. Yeah, actually, that's actually probably true. I haven't seen that before, but I do not doubt that. I mean, this is the most outrageous BS thing. These freaking stupid Black Lives Matter people. I've just, I'm like, my God, you cannot exploit something more in in a more disgusting way 
and utterly thorough way. And it, it's just, it's, I don't know. The whole thing just drives me nuts. I, it drives me nuts. Okay. According to AP News, this settlement is the biggest pretrial settlement in, in civil case history. Yeah, you'd think that, that if this is the biggest pretrial settlement, you'd say, you know what? Let's just wait till the end of the trial, maybe. That's probably a good idea. Maybe let's do that. Ben Crump, the lawyer representing George Floyd's family, said that uh, this historic settlement sends a powerful message that black lives do matter and that police brutality against people of color must end. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It means it means get your kids hooked on fentanyl now, guys. Because if they die of a fentanyl overdose and they happen to be in police custody, you could win $27 million. I mean, it is a joke. I, I act, I'll, I'll be honest. I think most of the people who are like, you know, I think most black people who are watching this stuff, I think that they recognize what happened. I mean, well, maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a lot of people out there who are saying, you know, no, 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 he died. That guy's knee. It was that guy's knee. Even though he was trained to subdue, you know, people in custody in this way yeah. by the Minnesota Police Academy, despite that, it doesn't matter. It was still Chauvin did the wrong thing, even though he did exactly what he was trained to do. He still did the wrong thing. That was the wrong thing. He shouldn't have shouldn't have done what exactly what he was trained to do in that circumstance, because he should have been psychic and known that this guy was dying of a fentanyl overdose. Maybe they paid money uh, before the trial, so they can like kind of. Oh yeah, but that's not going to help. Just that's not going to help. From yeah, trial, I know what like, you're oh, we're going to say he's not guilty, yeah. but we paid twenty-seven. Yeah. Please don't burn all the seats. They're, they're trying to soften. Like, yeah, please don't the, burn, rea- please. the response to the not guilty verdict because they know this guy's not guilty. Yeah, uh, that's what. Yeah, Michael Lo- Ross- Russo, uh, super chat. They paid because they know Chauvin. Chauvin is innocent. Chauvin might get off. No, I might get off. He 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 must get off. I mean, they did bring some. When black... when, when is the trial? Because for the trial, I just want to get out. Of well, I'll tell LA. you what the yeah, the um some of the jury members are Black Lives Matter activists or or supporters or something like that. But still, like juries, the jury. No, I I I read that they were really strict with juries, mm-hmm. and I think there is more white people than. Black, but I they, certainly hope so. But they, I, ho- they, I hope the Republicans. They, they, they really. They like, need Republicans on that jury because there's no Republican need, on earth is going to convict that. I guy. think they need neutral opinion because they did not pick juries who saw a video, which I mm-hmm. think impossible to mm-hmm. not see this yeah. video. Um, yeah. I read bring in Australians. <laughs> bring in Australians, or or people from uh, Poland. Bring in some Polish people. All right. Um, shall I continue reading this, or shall we move on? We, can we all just just agree that we're disgusted? It's the last story. Oh, is it the last story? All right. Well, let's just finish then, because I'm I'm sick of this guy. I'm sick of this guy. He is a criminal. His family does not deserve any money. I mean, I feel sorry for them that they lost a member of their family. He wasn't even. I think that they didn't even live with him. It doesn't doesn't matter. Anybody lose a member of the family, it's not a nice thing. But. Uh, this is just disgusting. This is disgusting. All right, I'm I'm gonna close this out. Uh, we are done with the news, and I I want to hear what you guys have to say about the various stories we've talked about today, and I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, any questions that you might have, um, and do not ask which video Valeria's topless in. You're just gonna have to find it. <laughs> Michael Larusso, the proper 
acronym for BLM is burn, loot, murder. Burn, loot, murder. Yeah, I've read that. I've also read uh, Biden's laptop laptop matters. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, Yeah, that was a good one. Let me see here. We all saw it in Australia, too. Oh, (laughs) some Australians. Yeah, yeah, true that. I mean, yeah, the whole world saw this. That was a disaster. Uh, Do you know know when is the trial? New 555 user says, number one symptom of fentanyl is can't breathe. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, No, I don't know what the trial is. Uh, Let's see. Mark in Alberta says, the jury panel is compromised. I think you're probably right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was a human being. You know, we have to have some sympathy for him. Um, it, it wasn't a pretty moment uh, when he died, and I, I probably never is really. I mean, um, people die, uh, but it wasn't the fault of of Chauvin. I, I really, it's just the injustice just outrages me. It's a coincidence. It's a it's a it's a terrible coincidence. It's a coincidence that, uh, but it's very much like the uh, those those kids, um, the MAGA kids with the MAGA hats, where they showed just that one little clip. And everybody was like, oh, you guys, Covington High School boys, they were like, oh, you guys were, you guys were so smug just standing there, you know, and that Indian guy's pounding the drum in front of their face. And they're like, these kids were harassing this Indian guy. Well, actually, it was the opposite. Mm-hmm. It was the opposite. It was the other way around. But you didn't see the whole tape. When you finally see the whole tape, if you guys look up the whole tape of the George Floyd thing, it's, it's unbelievable how difficult he's being and how crazy he's being. Like, it was clear that they needed to get him you know, you know the truth is, if they would have, if they would have been able to get him out of there sooner, he might have lived. But I, I think there was no chance that he was going to live um, with the amount of fentanyl that he had in his system. Now it could be that he took all the fentanyl, having seen the cops, because he didn't want them to catch him with it. So that might have killed him. Well, when uh, if you look at the video in the beginning, when they tried to get him out of his car, you could see there's some kind of pill on his tongue first. Right. And then when they put him against the wall and he sat on the floor, he dropped a tiny bag of probably sugar. But you never know. He dropped a bag of sugar? Yes. <laughs> it was white and it was like a powder. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's this guy's talking about how there's lots of white people who who are killed by police. I mean, police even and... if you said he was an innocent in his death, mm. they still can charge him with the effect that yeah. it caused mm-hmm. in the country. Oh yeah, yeah. Like because yeah. you did this, it wasn't your fault that he died, but because your action caused all of this mess. Well, that's not justice, but that is how some people think. Yeah, for sure. And his wife is divorcing him, and they got some uh, taxes debt, like four hundred thousand dollars or something. That's terrible. So. Yeah, I feel bad for Chauvin. He's clearly not racist because his his wife is Asian. Is it true? <laughs> that's ridiculous. Okay, well. My gosh, did I miss anything interesting? Frank James, today was a great episode. You should have been here. All right, guys, uh, I think we're going to call it a night early. I think, were we early? No, two minutes early. I think we're going to call it a night a little bit. Oh, no, Joe Sullivan just jumped in here at the last second. Reason they paid was because it cost less than going to trial. Also, it was for the civil trial, not the criminal trial of uh, of Chauvin. I don't know if it would have cost less than going to trial if after Chauvin was 
pronounced to be innocent, declared innocent, uh, then they wouldn't have had to pay the family. I actually think it would have been cheaper uh, <laughs> in that case. Uh, Quana Hurt Hart. Yeah. Uh, are you, Chris, are you eligible for 1400 <laughs> Biden payoff? Valeria is in charge of that. I, don't I know. think we are eligible. Are we eligible? Yeah. Oh, good. Let's get some, get a get a small tidbit of our money back. Get a small fraction of the gazillion dollars that we paid in taxes. That's absolutely <laughs> true. Oh, Mark and Alberta's back. Hey, man. Thanks for the CA news. That situation is insane. Great show. Thanks for all of your content. My wife and I would support you more. If we could, what happened to the membership on your other channel? Uh, yeah, there was an issue with my um, multi-channel network or what do you call it, MCN, and uh, they were like canceled from YouTube or something, so we had to get a new one, so there's some kind of temporary thing. Don't worry. Mark and Alberta, don't give us money. Don't give us money. We love you. You watch our every show. You're our biggest supporter. We love you, man. Um, all right, guys. You guys are awesome. <laughs> is there really a topless video? It's not. It's not. Chris, can you delete that? <laughs> Hey, the video? I may have. I may have. I'll, I'll go. I'll go back and I'll look for it. I was like, if Chris will become a president, I have no uh, topless pictures like Melania has. They have nothing on me. Yes, my own <laughs> husband, as a joke, as a left joke. that episode when I was topless behind him walking. In she had room. got out of the shower. Yeah. We we're just early married. She's covering up, but it's it's funny. Yeah, I thought you would cut it. It's just so stupid. (laughs) You thought it was funny when I posted it. (laughs) Because nobody was watching your channel. Another guy, MJ Jackson. The JFK report is coming together. I have a bunch of videos I would like to share with you, but files are too big for Gmail. Oh, okay, man. Well, we'll talk. Let's talk. Oh, thank you, Lincoln. Oh, what a gentleman. Look at that. (laughs) A little Morocco lemon. I love it. Lemon with... uh... You guys are gonna, let's just let's just stay on for another couple of minutes. <laughs> Get another thirty bucks. <laughs> All right. No, we got our fifteen bucks an hour, even more. Yeah. Good enough, guys. Yeah, you guys are too nice. You guys are too yeah. nice to us. Just All trying right. to to make some 50, minimum wage. What what I really want more than the money, actually, is I want more uh, uh, subscribers. I want more subscribers. We're 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 kind of like you know, I feel like we're still kind of like a fledgling show and. I just want to build, 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 build. Direction us to Valeria video, Chris. Delete that video. <laughs> <laughs> you the guy right? Yes, direct us to this Valeria video. Three bucks from Frank James. It's uh, it's very early. It's very early. So just look at my most early videos. You'll find it. Don't, don't, don't look. Don't look. All right, guys. You guys are awesome. We're we're hanging up the phone. So uh, we love you guys. You guys are the best, best audience in. On YouTube, uh, very cool people. And thanks for all your questions. Thanks for all your comments. And we'll be back on Monday. Oh, hey, I didn't do the uh, intro. I didn't do the intro, but I'll do it as Entra. we as we go as we leave. All right. <laughs>